let's go ahead and dive into the the, the playoffs. We're here. We are here. Finally. Uh, let's look at it. We've got six games this uh, super wild card weekend. Uh, starts on Saturday. We've got some very fun games. We actually kind of have to. I was going to say whoever won gets to pick first uh, with a game picks all season long, uh, but we tied. So I'm gonna flip a coin. Heads or tails? Tails. Got you it. got it. Your first pick. I get to pick what? So pick basically, what? how this is gonna work is we're basically drafting odds. So you get to basically select whatever game you want, whatever line you want, but that's yours, and I can't pick that line. Like you get to you get to select a line. So let's say you just want Buffalo minus four. That's your line. You got that game, Buffalo minus four. I can't touch that game at all anymore. Okay. We can give our synopsis and what we think about the game and whatnot, but that is your line. And then, basically, after we draft all the games, what we're going to do is is that'll be wins, losses, and whatnot. Wins will be accumulated over the next three weeks heading to the Super Bowl, and we will decide then whoever is the, the winner and the, the, the best prognosticator uh, on the show here. Okay, so I get to pick whichever odds I want. And we got to use the FanDuel lines, though. Okay. Uh, so right now what we're looking at is Sunday, Vegas versus – sorry, Saturday, Vegas at Cincinnati. We got Cincinnati, the favorite, minus five and a half right now. And the 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 other line would be, or the other spread would be just plus five and a half for the other team. I got that. Yeah, so just making sure that anybody on the show, listening to the show, understands. Okay. Uh, next on Saturday, Buffalo is going to take on uh, New England. Buffalo will be at home. They are minus four. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, minus eight and a half versus Philadelphia. San Francisco uh, is going to be in Dallas. Uh, Dallas is minus three. Uh, Kansas City is going to take on Pittsburgh with a minus 12 and a half point favorite. And Monday is going to be Arizona versus LA. And that is going to be a minus four. Okay. So I, so how does this work? So you get to draft, you know, the lines. You see them. These in these are the lines we're taking. So if they move, if they shift, doesn't matter. You're locking in. You're drafting this line today, uh, for for for, for these games for this weekend. Right. I'm on first, and I'm going to lock in my home team. Oh, I actually did not expect you to do this. Hey, bit. I'm taking Kansas City. Taking Kansas City minus twelve. All right. Well, then with me. I'm a, I'm gonna take the risk. Cause this game, I have no idea what's gonna happen. I'm taking Buffalo minus four. That you have though. <laughs> and we'll talk regular game picks after our draft here. So we're not just going to leave these games high and dry, just picking. But okay, I'm up again. Mm-hmm. Make it interesting. Give me the give me the Los Angeles Rams line minus four. Do it, the Rams minus four. All right. 
with that, I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to take San Francisco plus three. Ah. So we got Cincinnati minus five and a half left and Tampa Bay minus eight and a half left. I'm going to make it interesting. I am going to take Cincinnati. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'll take Tampa Bay minus eight and a half then. That's fine. I've been trying to get you Tampa Bay though. I know. I knew you were. We kept beating around. I was like, that one's the, like, I feel like it's the obvious one. I'll take the obvious one in Kansas City. Even though I Plus understand, and I a half. that's a lot of that's a lot of points to give up <laughs> without Tyreek Hill, maybe. Doesn't matter. All right, oh, you're taking Cincinnati minus five. I'm going to crash and burn with Kansas City either way. However, yeah, goes. that's fine. I think I would have ended up with it, but that was not going to be the my my first pick. Um, but all right, let's talk. Let's talk the game. So let's start with Saturday. Uh, Vegas is going to be on the road taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, Cincinnati is the favorite, minus five and a half. Joe Burrow has going, got a week of rest for, for that knee. Uh, they're going to be at as much health as they can possibly be at, uh, taking mm-hmm. on a Vegas team that has just had an emotional roller coaster of a <laughs> week 18 game. Um, this one's going to be fun to watch. I think this is going to be one of the most fun games of the weekend, and it's a great way to kick off Super Wild Card Weekend. I agree. I'm going to say it right now. I'm taking Cincinnati in this game straight up, like money line wise. Uh, I would take Cincinnati. Uh, I I just don't see how this offense is going to be stifled by the Rams, by the Raiders defense. And I don't see. I, I think Cincinnati has a more consistent defense than the Chargers do. So with that being said, I just think Cincinnati is a better team. I think they have more firepower, more big playability, and Cincinnati's going to to run away with this game. Finding game is going to be much closer. But what I'm struggling with, if there was an upset to be had, <laughs> I think it would be in this one. I don't know if I could pull a trigger, though. That That's the thing, and now, because I, I, as we were speaking earlier, I just I, I don't believe all the home teams are going to win. And I just trying to figure out which one is going to drop, and that's not clear. It's just I just know it's going to be one of them. I just don't know which. I one. feel like there's two possibilities, and it comes in one in this game, and in a game later we'll talk about. But yeah. but it's a changing of the guards. Cincinnati is going through a new era, and that era is actually called winning for a change. And I think it continues in at least this first round. So they should have more than enough firepower to beat Vegas. So I will be taking Cincinnati. All right. Well, that is perfectly fine by me. Uh, We both game pick wise are definitely going to take the favor in this game. I, this is one that I do. I would not be shocked if Vegas won the game, but to me, I Cincinnati's offense has just been way too good. Um, Now, part three <laughs> they bring it back new england at buffalo this is going to be a fun one uh again buffalo is a minus four point favorite um it's this is going to be a 
dogfight, I think. It's going to be very cold. I think the the actual real temperature that the forecast is stating is going to be 2 degrees. It's going to feel like negative 10. Uh, this is just going to be... It, the, there's not going to be nearly as much wind, so I think that that opens up this game a little bit more here. But your yeah. thoughts on this game? <sighs> well... As I kept throwing out there, you know, home team has not won a game in this series. Mm. Um, does that factor and carry over into the playoffs? Good question. Won't know to the end of the game, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I I wasn't super impressed by Buffalo beating them the second beating them in the second time. Really? They I mean, they beat them. It, I just they beat them handedly though. I don't know. At the, at the, it just seemed more impressive when New England beat them. Then they just can't. I don't. I don't know. It's, it's, it's I feel just, like that was a game. It's just kind of how to, it was the eye test. It just didn't look. It didn't impact me. It didn't hit me or like oh my yeah. god, they really bounced back and salvaged their season. It, it, they didn't have to salvage anything. I, maybe it was just you know Buffalo was just having that little two out of three week span where they were just playing you know crappy and. One of the games just happened to be New England, and, and but it just Buffalo looked bad when they lost. New England, yeah, you got to go back to that game in Buffalo, the first Buffalo New England game, and mm-hmm. remember the weather in that game was literally you cannot throw the ball, like there was no po- like no possibility of throwing the ball. Whenever they threw the ball, that thing was moving so much in the air. There was just like no okay. Josh Allen has been. Nicks from this game. Mac Jones was Nicks from this game. I think Mac Jones had three pass attempts in the game, whereas uh, Josh Allen kept trying. Like they wanted to try to get the ball going, but that's also because they don't have a run game. And so I felt like this is going like with way less wind, because like those were 30, 40 mile per hour winds that they were going up against. I think the highest that the the wind speed supposed to be is like fourteen miles per hour, mm-hmm. which is still that's windy, but it's it's nowhere near what it was. And so I think that they're going to have a whole another facet of their game completely opened up um, for this game. And when we saw them, when they were able to throw the ball, when they played against New England in New England, they New England had no answer for Josh Allen. Right. So I, I think Josh Allen being a factor in this game, he is going to be massive. I don't think, I mean, Mac Jones is, again, one good game in the last month. Hmm. I, I just, I don't see... I. I have all the faith in the world of Bill Belichick. I truly don't think Mac Jones is a guy who is going to athletically beat another team. He can beat him with his brain. He can beat him with, with the scheme and the game plan, but athletically, which I think this game is going to come down to Mac Jones versus Josh Allen. Sorry, I'm taking Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, I did. Well, Going for yeah, I, I threw that stat out there. And I also don't what, like picking against Bill Belichick, by that, the way. But I'm I'm taking Buffalo. <laughs> no, I don't have a problem with that, and specifically in this one, I, I I think whatever I think New England made this rivalry or this division rivalry a, a thing just by going out there stunning the world and and stealing that first game, that first matchup against Buffalo. I think mm-hmm. that, it, but. They go back and drop one at home. I don't think that was so much of Buffalo stealing the game as opposed to Buffalo just being who they were supposed to be in the first place. They was yeah. they were going to win in New England no matter what. That's what it came down to. How did they lost at home to them? 
that's the thing that we need to ask ourselves. But with that being said, Buffalo has been the real deal from day one. New England just kind of came on midseason and all of a sudden showed that they were a contender, got themselves back into playoff contention. But come on. I, I'm not just because it's Belichick over there, apart from Brady. I'm not going to be like, well, anybody would have, would have, any team with a, that's, that's led and coached by a Bill Belichick that has any just as much chance of going to the Super Bowl. As it, yeah, I'm not even going to make these dumb ESPN declarations and, <laughs> and st- you know, stop. They're not that team. They are a content. They are a playoff contender. They're not a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, you know. And with that, Buffalo, one hundred percent, not taking anything away from New England. New England is great season for you guys. Yeah, they're, but they're not the superior team. And I just, I don't see them going into Buffalo, taking that game. They take it great. You took it. We have something to talk about next week. But you're not going to convince me that that's what's going to happen. I'm, I'm not going to lose any sleep thinking. <laughs> Oh my God, man! If Buffalo can't pull this off, I I don't think they're gonna have a problem with that. Even with Buffalo a line. won the division for a reason. That's all I gotta say. Um, now moving on to Sunday. This is they. This, I mean, even the NFL think this is gonna be the most boring game of the week. Philadelphia is going to be on the road against Tampa Bay. Why you putting them on at twelve? It's not even fair. Like <laughs> again, Tampa Bay is a minus eight and a half. I'm I'm taking Tampa Bay. I there's that. I, I don't see what Philadelphia – hey, Philadelphia, this has been an insane season for you. Neither one of us had you in the playoffs. I had you last place in the division. You got all the way up to number two. You, you have a guy that is very dynamic in Jalen Hurts, but outside of him and the hopeful rapport that they can create in Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. that that can be something there if you build around it correctly. Everything else can go, though. Sorry. Yeah, not a lot to um, break down there in Philadelphia. Um, Tampa, we know they lost some pieces, but they already had a you know forty-two piece set in the first place. So <laughs> who cares if you lost a fork and a soup spoon? <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna miss it. With that, Tampa Bay should roll through here. I understand Philadelphia, and I shared that with you. They are a tough out and a definitely a tough playoff out. However. They probably got the worst matchup they possibly could have in the in 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 you know in the um, first round. Anybody else NFC. in the NFC would have been a a delight to watch Philadelphia now, play. Tampa Bay, right? God. I would be sh- I would not be shocked if this game is close or cl- kind of in a close realm, but then Tampa Bay just pulls it out. You know, and I want to be you know, and it'd be you like taking that, the that, Philadelphia it, spread no, plus just, eight and a half. Not the game I picker. Your game to, pick no, is no, Tampa no, Bay. I, I got you. That. I want to say that, but then it could go. It, it's so 50-50. Like, man, that can go both ways. Because if it's because it's, I understand that they sat a lot of people, but look, truth be told, y'all just gave up 51 points. That's <laughs> not, I'm sorry. I can't ignore that. Like that didn't happen. <laughs> I don't give a damn. You still, y'all was on the team. So yeah. y'all was supposed to be next man up and y'all next And team also, up. all those guys need to be playing, put something. something on film to get the, get another contract. Thank you. <laughs> and none of that happened. And you gave a 51-piece 51, 51 special? Are you sick? Yeah. I'm going to take Tampa and just not think overthink this one. So. Gotcha. All right. Uh, well, midday game. This is going. This is one of the most interesting games of the week. San Francisco versus Dallas. I think this one. I think that, and not to disrespect Pittsburgh and and what they've done to to get to where they are, but 
I think this should be the Sunday night football game. Hmm. I think this is one of the most interesting games that we have all week. I mean, Vegas thinks so because it's gonna it's the smallest line that we have. That is the three thirty slot on. I was about to say on Fox. They're saying CBS. Oh wow, that makes no sense. I was gonna say, well, hell, what is the what is the three thirty spot spot on Fox in the first place? It's the game of the week. I would have been like that; would have been perfect. They're gonna put uh, on Fox. Probably is going to be the noon game, Philadelphia Tampa Bay. Yeah, and so they have to give CBS the the next slot. And so it has to be, and because they're giving NBC this Sunday night game. So as you were, that's saying, what I was. I think it's smarter it to should put have them been swapped. Yeah, and yeah, that would have made a hell of a lot more. It's sense. a better game. I think that's a better game to put on like national TV. I mean, all these games Tennessee are on national is so TV. Good. It's like watching TV. What? No who the opponent well, is. Stop it! <laughs> Jesus it Christ! <laughs> we're only watching the Kansas City anyway. And if when Kansas City's all but exactly out, why I don't think Pittsburgh deserves to be the no, the prime time slot. I understand what you're saying. Um, but hell, they could have been the, that could have been the, the twelve o'clock CBS game technically. But mm, here, no there. Nah, there's a reason Philadelphia's in that spot. Uh, but regardless, uh, no, no, back no. to San and Francisco that put, versus to Dallas. Put the Fox game at three. In Tampa, yeah, true. That's yeah, all right. I was saying. I would just be. Like, I, I was, think more people are going to be intrigued in watching. It, the fact that it's Kansas City, that's why they just put him at Sunday night anyway, and boom. Yeah. And, yeah. But, all right, let's We're get to the game on. to talk about. San Francisco versus Dallas. Yes, back to Dallas. Um, this is the other game that I was saying I think is ripe for an upset. And this is why I took San Francisco Yeah, it's on my three. list, but I ain't going there because I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm not either. I'm taking Dallas to win on the money line. I think it's going to be a dogfight of a game, though. Yeah. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. This dude stays in games for no goddamn reason. I already know. I already know. <laughs> and Elijah Mitchell matchup. has been been fantastic. That is like I think the steal in the draft is Elijah Mitchell. He to me is one of like the, one of the best running backs, rookie running backs in the league I'm right now. I'm sorry. I just I ain't got a pulse for him. I understand what he's did. It's just mm. Mm. It, you know, it it, it there's certain players like Justin Herbert last year did not move the needle for me. I was like, "Didn't you see what he did?" Absolutely. You ain't excited? No, I don't ask me. I just sorry. You just okay. <laughs> well, I see you're what just, you have this thing with San Francisco. Where you're just you're just waiting for them to get injured. He's been injured twice this year. I ain't got waiting for him. It, it's it. He's missed two games. He came to he came right back and still has been playing insane football both times. It's not he is not Trey Sermon. He is not uh, oh, uh he is not Raheem Mostert. I can't wait till next year. <laughs> Game film is in. Everybody's ready. Let's go, <laughs> Mr. Mitchell. Let's see what you got now because you're gonna be on a long casualty list of these other guys. But it's gonna be it's gonna be Trey Lance, though. It's not gonna be Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not even gonna watch the team because <laughs> Well, I, I don't mean, know. It actually might be Jimmy G is the what's been pulling Jim, me yeah, in. Technically. Yeah. You know, I mean every I mean, people with Kittles and the Debo Sam, that's all fine, but it, none of that matters without this guy. So yeah. it's just kind of like that's been the draw has been the quarterback. Now, I think it's going to be next interesting. Year we'll see with I'll... this game because we get to see Dallas's off Dallas's defense hmm. take on a this, this team is not like oh we're gonna light you up we're gonna put up forty five points week in week out. This is just like no we're gonna methodically run the ball on you and it doesn't matter who who our running back is 
this our run game scheme is so good that we can get positive plays with anybody in the backfield. And I want to see if San Francisco can turn it on like they supposedly desperately turned it on last week to get into the playoffs. Now, are they going to continue that type of desperation football and expired football when they go over here to Dallas? I think the X factor is Nick Bosa. If he can create pressure and if he can make Dak uncomfortable, the San Francisco plays good run defense regardless. I don't, I don't think this is going to be the Zeke game. If it is, that'll that that'll be very disappointing to watch from what San Francisco has done all season long. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I think Dallas is going to win the game. I think Dak is going to have that 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 trick he pulls out at the end to win them the game. But I think it's going to be a a the the, the Dallas fan base, their heart is going to be pumping out of their chest in the fourth quarter of this game because I think Nick Bosa is going to take over the first half of this game. Mm-hmm. He's going to make it so difficult for anything to get going for the Dallas offense, and we're going to be looking at something kind of inept, and it's going to take a halftime adjustment to really pop this thing open for Dallas. And if they can take over and, and figure it out in the second half, mm-hmm. they can win this game. But I would not be shocked if San Francisco went into Jerry World and stole this game. But I am going to take Dallas to win. Yeah. Money line wise. I'm taking the plus three percent. And I agree with your pick. Okay. Now, with that being said, I've picked four straight home teams. Yeah. And I've already went through the two that I was already on the way on the fence about. So <laughs> I'm just gonna let it ride. Six and oh and yeah, I'm just already well, I already know I already got Kansas City penciled in for you against Pittsburgh. You put uh, that but, in the pen. <laughs> well, I can't because it's on the computer. <laughs> but uh regardless, um Let's talk about the game. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's at home, minus 12.5 point favorites. Uh, Pittsburgh, a team that got in on by the, the grace of Vegas kicking a field goal. And I think we're watching a blowout. I, I like the minus 12.5 point line. It should have been put at minus 22.5. <laughs> I think we're about to watch Kansas City they're going to make a fool out of Pittsburgh in this game. It's time to really end a career here in era and it should be done right. And I mean, and it should be done convincingly. It shouldn't be just let's let's do get one for the gipper type nonsense mm-hmm. and let's let's see if he got any last 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 heroics in him and let's see if he can make a game of this and push this possibly to an overtime. You know, do we man, remember miss me with all that. Do we remember Pittsburgh's last uh Playoff game? Last playoff game. I probably don't, but go ahead. Okay. I don't keep stuff to memory. They got absolutely ramrodded by Cleveland last year. But they did make it a game, and they almost came back in that game. That was against Cleveland. I'm sorry. This is Kansas City. This is the team that is a dynasty. This is the team that has won the AFC to... They've won the AFC two out of the last three years, back-to-back the last two years. They've been to the Super Bowl, should have been three years in a row, mm-hmm. uh, if they don't have a pre-snap penalty in 2019, uh, in Frank Clark being offsides, then they're in, they're in the Super Bowl. 
they would have beat Tom Brady that year, and they would be in the Super Bowl against uh, that year was the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that being said, Kansas City has had a whale of a time this year, and they have outside of last week, the last half of the season, we've been looking at a team that is playing great offense and great defense. Mm-hmm. I think we expect that to continue, especially with the injuries that Pittsburgh had. If Najee Harris can't go, oh, it's it. You might as well make it minus thirty-two and a half. <laughs> but if Najee Harris is in, so he's worth ten points, minus ten, twenty-two and a half. Mm-hmm. And if I, I think it's already a foregone, foregone conclusion that we're, they're not going to have um, Deontay Johnson in this game with his rib injury, and Ben Roethlisberger couldn't throw the damn ball anyway this season. The reason why they're in the playoffs is because of Najee Harris, not because of Ben Roethlisberger. So he loses another weapon. Washington, like you said earlier, good talent, but you're not moving the needle. Chase Claypool, sorry, you're going to be seeing double teams all night long. And it's really going to – I who is, is – uh, did Pat Fryermuth is he fully healthy? Is he back? I am not sure. I didn't get a report on him. I don't think it matters either way. I mean, I think you can single team him hey, and be fine. That's Big Ben's number two target. It is. <laughs> and that's sad. And I think it I think this is gonna be a sad ending to Ben Roethlisberger's career. You know, it should be. And and this would be the third if I had to say that was gonna be a possibility of a road team coming in there, it would be this one. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not even trying to hear that noise. No. You know, like, that has been Kansas City's MO to some degree. But in a year like this, that would totally shock me. Like, how in the hell did you lose this one? Because, yeah. yeah, Pittsburgh is not... Okay, I don't know how the hell they got nine wins, but they found a way to get it. But that has to be the most overachieving nine-win team I've ever seen in the history of the NFL because it did not look good at all from top to bottom. It was a very ugly nine and seven and one. See, it, it, I mean, eight and eight teams don't look that horrific. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, a, a true 500 team. Mm-hmm. It's truly just 500. They're nine, seven, and one. They don't give the resemblance of a five hundred team. It is a like a struggling four and thirteen, four, you know, three and fifteen type. You get that kind of vibe. Like, how many wins did they get? You know, when you hear their record, like, okay, I need to go back and look. It just has not looked good, and I'm not even going to even add the caveat of what happened in Chicago as to one of those. And what it took for them to win don't even, that, don't, you know, don't, you know what I'm saying. But that's, but hear me out. They're in the playoffs now, with with a, with with a tie with Detroit, and then followed up with a Chicago fiasco, right in back to back weeks. That still makes me. And irate. then you push on for the rest of the year, and they just backdoor their way into the playoffs because of a blunder <laughs> in, in, in Sunday night football. Between two teams who technically were both in the playoffs, if they just looked at each other and be like, "Look, just don't beat me." I feel just like Brandon Staley in 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 Rich Passaccia 
could have on, on like as the game is going on could have just made eye contact and just from across across the field and just been like yeah yeah we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> kick this field goal and tie it just chill just gonna, out just chill just, out <laughs> we're just gonna be cool we're cool we're in we don't even have to i've never seen nothing i've never even heard of a, such a scenario until last till you shared it and be like oh no they had to get i'm like oh the, the tie and i'm so caught up in Pittsburgh's tie yeah. from Detroit would not even understand that. Was that thing. Pittsburgh was... almost screwed up the whole thing in the in the in the noon window because they almost tied with Baltimore. Wow, <laughs> that, that's it's unreal. I mean, the NFL. If you ever doubt that the last week of the season can't be exciting for the most craziest, wonkiest, or conventional reasons, week eighteen. The brand new week eighteen. Oh man, came out. Hey, this they is, this they is a great out all the for stops. the first week eighteen. <laughs> Red carpet treatment the whole way, all the way down to the Sunday night game finale. That was the finale of finales for for the God, season. It was insane. But and you would, if you would, yeah, and you would think it was it was just Vegas and Chargers <laughs> out of all teams. It wasn't Kansas City and Baltimore. It, you know, it wasn't Buffalo and Tampa Bay. It wasn't none of that, none of that crazy powerhouse conglomerates moving on. No, it, it, yeah. So anyway, I digress. Go ahead. No, <laughs> it's just this game. It just we still still have a Monday night game to talk about. I know. I it is Kansas City is. I think they are on a tour of revenge at this point. They had a terrible start of the season, and they already were coming into the season pissed off about last year's Super Bowl. You know, the only thing I'm really tired that that I'm you know I'm over the murderous row. We we so far yeah. away. The first the first eight weeks were just brutal. Now these last nine, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I'm really hung up on personally, I haven't even shared this with you. It's been that damn Cincinnati game. That has been eating at me for two weeks now. You haven't mentioned it. Like, you, you you didn't tell me, but I knew that game ate at you because of when we when it happened and we talked about it on the I show. Much to say. You just, like, moved past it. I was done. And I was I, like, I, I know he's sitting here. See, like, I'm I wanted to draw it out of you, uh-uh. but I was like, you know what? I didn't have a word. What it felt like to me was, like, the way that you felt about that game was the way that I felt about the Pittsburgh-Chicago game. Yeah, but not with that kind of venom. It was different. Mm, okay. Because they got robbed. And yeah. They, this wasn't a robbing. It was just like, it was like, what the? F- <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you know, type. It was like a WFT thing type yeah. of thing. Slightly different, but I understand. Yeah. I just did. I didn't. I, I, emotionally, I was wrong. just like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to let him be. It rubbed me very <laughs> wrong because I was just like, what the? It was really one of them and type of You moments. know what about that game, uh, why I also didn't like stay on it, is because I had said it that mm-hmm. week where I was just like, I would not be shocked if Cincinnati was going to win this game. And I said I wanted to take them. You I did. wanted to so bad to take them, but I, I just you could did. not. You would have won. I, I know. I would have won. <laughs> you know, apart from the Green Bay. And, I, and everything that won. I said came true. I was like, it's Joe Burrow, it's Jamar Chase, it's Joe Mixon. Like those guys are that dynamic, and that and it's Kansas City's defense has been better, but it's still Kansas City's defense, which is what they're the very thing that they're not known for. I got you, and it's just like yeah, I just. But as you were saying about the game, <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, with all that, I was just saying that was my third mm. possible. Like, okay, one of these home teams is not gonna win, but I'm like, look, I'm. 
that would be the last team I'm going to sit there and put my money against. Regardless, they have surpassed, they have broken the curse of being able to win the home game when 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 it was really all set up for them to have another debacle yeah. like they have done so many times in the past, and I've watched every last one of them. And so once I got past that anxiety, I'm like, okay, let me just go back to who's the best damn team in when these yeah. match up, and let's be real. Pittsburgh has backdoored their way into the damn playoffs. They don't belong here beyond this week. And I think it's fitting that Kansas City gets to do the send-off. And I'm going to leave it at that. All right. So. Well, let's talk Monday Night Football, which I don't think either one of us like this for football itself. Per but se, I, I will like it as a fan because we get more football over more days. And, and You know what I'm saying? We don't have to cram in three, day, three particular games. And if one of the games didn't go right, you got to sit there and Shake it off and <laughs> get to the next. And there's one. two more games. Like, I don't want to watch two more games. Maybe we'll you watch know one what? It's actually, it's a good thing. Kansas City is at the very last game for you. If if it was with any other team, like if it was actually going to be a game that was like, oh god, this actually could go a different way. Mm-hmm. I feel like having it at the end of the day, where you 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 already don't care about the other two games. You watch them to have fun. And if anything went wrong in that game, you can sleep it off before the next day. <laughs> and get a consolation Monday night game yeah. to possibly make I, I up get... for it. Yeah. So, but that's not going to happen with this game. But I, I'm okay. just saying, like, with, with this format, I want to I to throw out something real crazy because they want to get really, they want to they go all the <laughs> way out with this Monday night game. Okay. So, taking the same lineup, I say, if they say this has happened, just say this is next year. I'm just using the same teams and the same format, same matchups and all this and that. So what if we had a first time ever Thursday night? No. <laughs> no, hear me out. Started with Vegas and Cincinnati. You can't put a playoff game two on a short Saturday week. games. One two, Sunday game? Oh, two, sorry, two Sunday games. Two Sunday games. games. And a Monday night game? Monday night game. Absolutely No, no, I'm saying one Thursday. Two Saturday, two Sunday. Yeah. Instead of having three on Sunday. Absolutely not. Absolutely. That way you have one on Thursday, one on Monday. <laughs> and hey, men of COVID, Tuesday and Wednesday just sitting wide. No, I'm done. My Arizona point, is good. <laughs> my point of that is the fact that's what this Monday sounds like to me. Like they're, they're not far off. Don't throw it out. The fact that this has never happened in the history of my life or anybody's life that's no. on this on this podcast right now, I've never heard of a Monday night game in in the, in the, in a wild card round. That in the playoffs in the general. What you're talking about it's just look. We was already we already understood what Saturday football meant in the NFL. That's playoff time and yeah. or week seventeen technically going up before this year. I think we had like a week fifteen Saturday game or something like that. Maybe sixteen. Yeah, we, yeah, we also had a game like on a Christmas. Prematurely type thing. I'm just making a point, yeah. but yeah, you get these weird at the very end of the year. You get this one weird Saturday yeah. game, and then of course the first week of the playoffs and the wild card round was Saturday. And the division round has Saturday games. Seven division. Okay, mm-hmm. but th- we knew that was playoff football, yeah. and that's when we knew Saturdays was you know, you know, no legit at that point. Now, all of a sudden, they just threw this Monday night thing in. I'm like, okay, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. All I'm saying is, how in the 
Is Thursday really a stretch? That's all I'm throwing out there. It just, I the reason, well, yes, Thursday is a major stretch. Oh, <laughs> they'd be only even on a short week. It'd be, and, it, and that'd be like a 2 7 matchup. No. Stop it. Seven play. <laughs> the Rams, though, are Remember going to be taking on the Arizona Cardinals on Monday Arizona Night Football. Uh, and mm-hmm. Rams are minus four. This is, you, you say that th- your number three for an upset would be. Kansas City, Pittsburgh, and I understand why you say that, but to me, the number three is Arizona versus LA because neither one of these teams have looked good over the last month. Yeah, and it's been so frustrating for these look two. More particularly bad than the other one. I mean, that is various true. And different reasons, and the records don't speak to that because Arizona is a superior road team and a very subpar home team and the Rams look like they are a superior home team but a subpar road team and guess what? Rams are at home (laughs) Arizona's on the road however, neither team has played well no matter where they were at in the last month anyway and some kind of way the playoff gods smile and laugh and poo-poo on us yet again and found a way to get these two teams to meet in what? The first round. you got to be effing kidding me. Like what I was telling you, when I finally got to see what the matchups were, because I told you I really wasn't watching yeah. the game. I was like, how the hell that happened? And they I'm like, both this lost. Would, That's what happened. This would have... <laughs> I didn't think a loss in both consecutive aspects would have put them in a scenario. Well, San Francisco, where like I, Arizona, was locked into the lowest that they could be was five. First of all, I thought New Orleans was going to get in. I just thought they were really. They, I think we kind of controlled their own destiny, yeah. and then they couldn't seal the deal. They did what they, they did, did. They did everything they, they did. They did could. The Indianapolis. They just no, no, no. Okay. Indianapolis had it in their hands. You win, and you're in. New Orleans had it where, hey, we got to do our part, and then we need some help. And New Orleans went out there, and they beat that team. They beat Atlanta. And in Indianapolis, all you had to do was beat the worst team in football. All you had to do was beat the team that held on to Urban Meyer, hired Urban Meyer in the first place. All you had to do was beat the team that hasn't been able to score more than 20 points in over half their games. With you having one of the top five defenses in the NFL to hold them under that, and plus to have the one of the most conservative offenses that does not turn the ball over, also with an MVP candidate at running back, right? Also with a dynamic wideout in Michael Pittman, also with a veteran wide receiver in T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, you had all of that. Play four games, but go ahead. You still had them. You still, you still left it up. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Point, mate. <laughs> just saying. Right. I, I just, I can't take nothing away from this matchup. The fact is, I don't like the fact that the two of them had to meet each other in the first round because they're both struggling. And that's what I think and is going. Neither one of them has much of a advantage over the other. Nope. And whether you and I'm. I'm fact. I'm even factoring home field is really not even a home field right now. This just. I'm not saying it's a neutral site. All I'm saying is I don't think it factors in like a normal game. It's you can factor it. Sure, I guess I would rather want to be home, but at the end of the day, but in Arizona's case, they have played 
10 times, a thousand times better on the road than they have at home for whatever reason. And that makes no damn sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> but that's just how it's been. And maybe that's why they're down there at 11 to 6 now because they can't get it together at home. But they're not so at home. Hmm? So who are you taking? Yeah. So I sold you six for six. So I'm just going to take the Rams. Um, okay. <clears throat> and I'm just going to see which one I'm wrong about. So because I just, I can't, it's hard to, man, this is not easy. I can't. There's potential. Look, and I'm saying it like you were saying. Like outside of really Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, outside of the state of Pennsylvania, <laughs> Pennsylvania, everybody it's else gonna be has, a hard week for you. Every, everybody <laughs> else really has a legitimate shot. Even yeah. Vegas. I mean, yes, that's not even taking nothing away from Cincinnati. Vegas just if they're on, oh my god! And the reason why they, I'm taking Cincinnati team. is because these are two Cinderella teams. I got to take the one that's at home. I'm sorry. One of these Cinderella stories is going to end this week. Cincinnati's at home. It's just more of a storybook ending for them to to continue to to win games. Whereas Vegas, yeah, all right. I'm taking the Rams as well uh, for this Monday night football game. And the reason why, you got Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is a triple crown winner. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL in 2021, 2022. You've got Sony Michelle, who over the last month has been one of the best running backs in all of the NFC. You've got a very one of the best offensive lines in football. You've got one of the strongest front sevens. You have a game record in Aaron Donald up front. Von Miller's been coming along very, very nicely in, in this in this league. And you got Jalen Ramsey, who's one of the best corners in the game. So defensively, across the board, you look great. Right. On top of the fact that you have a guy that Matthew Stafford is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in all of the NFL for his entire career. I know he does not have a playoff win because he's been with Detroit, and a part of that falls on his shoulders, but a lot of that falls on Detroit. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got guys like Van Jefferson, who's come along over the last month very, very nicely for L.A. I think he's been well, he's been slowly coming along, kind of like how McCole Hardman's been coming along for uh, Kansas City. So it's taken a while, but he's there. He, he's he's arrived, I feel. Legitimate number three now. Oh, uh, well, uh, he's, he was a- when wrote when Woods was there. Non-existent. Yeah. He goes out. You bring over in Odell Beckham, who we didn't Which know about what to get number to. he was. Yeah. But go ahead. I didn't want to see. Well, yeah, no, it's just. I segue you into that. Go ahead. OBJ also has come along very nicely. And I know his numbers kind of have mimicked him in Cleveland to a degree. But it's just been more effective in, in the Rams offense than it did in Cleveland. And he's in a new place. He was in Cleveland for a while. So. Yeah. So I think he, to me, they have all of the makings of just a formidable team that should be almost impossible to stop at this point though. It's, it's still a, it's still a divisional game. So it's still going to be tough regardless, but the Arizona defense has kind of regressed back to the mean. Mm-hmm. You've got a, a, an offense that is missing a major, the, the piece that kind of is the heartbeat of this team in Deandre Hopkins. Uh, and Christian Kirk has not really figured it out. 
AJ Green has been like this check down Charlie type guy. Mm. Uh, James Conner last three games has not been figured out, but it's harder and harder for him to get going because you know you're not going elsewhere. Chase Edmonds has come back and he's finally healthy and he's eating away from James Conner touches. So it's like, okay, which one is going to get going? Can either one of them really get going based off of Mm-hmm. they're not getting the amount of touches that they would like. So there's just a lot. It's not dysfunction. It's just there's so much for Arizona to figure out, whereas to me, all the Rams have to do is play sound defensive football. You don't even have to hold them under a certain amount of points. You mm-hmm. just have to play sound defensive football, get a stop or two, and get good field position for, for your offense. And all the offense has to do is protect the football. You protect the football, the points will come. I that's all that I see from the Rams. And and also, they just got Cam Akers back. So that's an even another <clears throat> threat for their offense. So it's just like again, Matthew Stafford, I don't want to see a damn interception out of you in the playoffs. Like this at this point, you you've gotten you you've hit your I'm interception you quota. I'm gonna do you one better. I don't want to see a damn interception before you throw a damn touchdown pass mm. because he, I'm tired of watching him play from a deficit. Yeah, obviously he didn't do that last week. I didn't watch the game either, but for the, the first, the four before that, that's all he did. He just he just kept finding himself fighting from a deficit. Now, I did watch the first half of that game because I was talking to you about. Yeah, it. and then of course I already told you this. This is this is over. So, and as soon as I said something, told me, why did I say that out loud? Because you know. There's still another half of football. However, they was beating them that convincingly going into the half. Yeah. Didn't watch the second half, so I don't even know what the hell happened. Obviously, nothing, because they did nothing. So I just don't understand what happened. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I just didn't like the fact. I don't like overall as a fan that this was the slate for these two teams. I'm like, yeah. damn. Y'all just gonna. It's the one where I was like, I'm actually disappointed to see this match. Second round, I would have been excited, but first, I'm just like, oh, you got to be out the gate. We're gonna Damn. knock one of these two teams out of the gate. So yeah, a little bit of a bummer, but with that being said, I'm like, well, it is what it is, and like you said, hey, y'all both had no business down losing in the last week, no way. <laughs> so you know, it is what it is. Um, but I got the Rams, so I took six, all six home teams. Same. We're wrong about something. I don't know which one. And when I see it, I'm like, yep, yeah, I kind of know be it was pissed. that one. <laughs> I knew it was that one. <laughs> you know, no matter what, I knew it was going to be that one. Whatever. So, uh, yeah. So we chalked all the way, huh? So neither one of us budged off the whole teams. <laughs> no, we didn't. But we do still have our, our, our draft to, to, to fall back on. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how these games play out. Again, one of us is wrong about something, so we'll see. Yep. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap things up. We want to thank you guys again for listening. This has been a fun season so far. Uh, we've we've wrapped up the regular season. We are into playoff football. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I think we this this is the time of the year that I think we all live for. Yes. Cold weather and just good football. Yes, and is the Super Bowl truly going through Tennessee and Green Bay? No. What is this world coming? So, <laughs> as you say, quickly. No. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for listening again, uh, and simply we'll catch you guys on the next one. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>